I do the setup, you do the intros. <laughs> yeah, I just like show up and just I'm like, here, Jesse. I don't know what to do. Just plug me in. Yeah. Um, okay, welcome back to Listen Here, Missy. I'm Danielle. I'm Jesse. Happy New Year. Oh, God, yeah. It's been a while. In February. Yeah, so, sorry. <laughs> it's the second of the second 22 today. I'm loving this imagery. Yeah. I, I, I do love like two like I, I'm obsessed with even numbers like I can't cope with uneven numbers really? yeah no I have this thing about it weren't you born in 91? yeah like I forget about that like I mean like my whole birthday is like literally just like uneven numbers but yeah. just in general like are we just going to jump straight into it or are we going to chat? what do you want to chat about? Is there, is there stuff to chat about? Oh, there is. Rihanna. Yeah. Pregnant. Yeah, like, I, I texted Jessie last night with a picture of Rihanna. She went to the Barbados. She's from Barbados, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always get mixed up. Barbados. She went to their Independence Day. Like, they left the, the Commonwealth, didn't they? I yeah. think so. Yeah, Most people did. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Don't blame these lads. Come join us over yeah. on the, the freedom side. Mm. And she was at it, and like I was looking back at pictures of it from like two months ago, and like she was actually like noticeably pregnant in it, and like no one said anything. It's actually really funny to look back on it. Like it's yeah, it is a bit like she's wearing kind of a like the dress is kind of she like, wasn't hiding it. Like it yeah, wasn't, she wasn't. It wasn't it. like you know she was trying to like disguise yeah. it. Like I know a lot of like people have to do with like you know they're famous or whatever. Like she wasn't trying to hide it, and it's just funny that no one went, "Hey, she actually kind of looks a bit pregnant." Yeah, like she had to go out in the snow with her barely exposed those pictures are actually gas and like the trousers dragging on the floor you must have it and the jewels like it was just so weird and like it's meant to be like a paparazzi shot they kind of organized it like it was very organized oh yeah that they mean yeah but like it's weird that like it's a paparazzi type shoot that's organized but looks like yeah spread from vogue it's like it is very rihanna but it is kind of funny as well i was very confused i also didn't think that they lived in new york yeah she was supposed to live in london until like a few years ago oh is she yeah oh interesting but um um, yeah so she's you won't be getting a new album anytime soon i know people are always crying that there's no new album yeah lads you won't be getting one album yeah when was rihanna's last album like 2016 or something Janie, that's the way they go now um oh yeah the other story (gasps) that like has been like living rent free in my head is the oh we were talking about it all last week Jesse it's the like the essay on medium about it's like the actor and me what was it called oh don't say who it is we could be sued what how could you be sued could be sued it's very obvious who it is it's very obvious who it is um I'll link it in the description notes but basically this essay went viral set aside a few hours yeah it's (laughs) it's it's like it's about a 45 minute read yeah. but then you'll be obsessed about it for hours afterwards yeah and you have to go I was reading like the lines like three or four times every time just to make sure I was getting the full detail and yeah like, Jessie was texting me as she was writing it and as she was reading it I didn't write it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not her oh that was like really staticky what was that I don't know hmm. we'll see we'll see edit that out um yeah jesse was like texting me as she was reading it and then like she'd come across something and i'd be like no you have to keep reading it like it'll make sense as like you yeah it was very um what is it called again was it like the actor and me oh the movie star and me yeah it's on medium and yeah this um woman had like such an experience with a very famous actor um, very easy to figure out who it is we know all too well mm. who it's about he likes scarves <laughs> put it that way yeah. Danielle's trying to be coy I'm just like scarves <laughs> um, yeah crazy story like honestly I'm just so obsessed yeah with it I love the, how she kind of like names him but doesn't name him like leaves a lot of clues I love how the picture is like a screen grab from the video for all too well yeah it's very odd yeah, the, the the thing went viral and um, yeah, interesting that she's not the only one who's had a similar experience with this actor. Mm. It's very, very similar to yeah. a very popular song. Yeah. I think we should probably like, move on to this week's topic because I think we have like a lot to say. Yeah. How long have we been recording for? Like eight minutes. Okay. Do you want to announce the topic? 
But everyone knows if you pay attention to our social media. Yeah, and also Instagram. it's like in the title of the podcast, so... Oh, yeah. you know. Well, we don't have to put it in the title of the podcast. Could That's be. not really good SEO, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this week we are going to be talking about the book that is everywhere, and I literally mean everywhere. You cannot go onto Instagram, TikTok, you can't go into a bookshop without being smacked in the face mm. with this book. The book is image of like Yeah. It's it's just there. Yeah. So it's it ends with us by Colleen Hoover. Mm-hmm. Is it it is Hoover, isn't it? Not whole, whole Hoover. Hoover. No, Hoover. there's two holes. Okay. I don't like the cover. I'm gonna say. I uh, kind of feel like it's gotten really popular because the cover is a bit Instagrammable. TikTokable. TikTokable. That thing. New term for you. Um. Yeah. I. Sp- I don't know. I don't. I don't love it. Like, are they lilies? They are. Or is it an orchid? I feel like it's lilies. I'd imagine it's a lily, seen as the main character is called Lily. Yeah. That just reminded me of the shop down the road. But yeah, I didn't know anything about this book until maybe about two months ago and it was just like everywhere like yeah you went online it was just everywhere when you like it went into goodreads it was like the top book being read mm-hmm. i assumed it was a new book out and then yeah. i got the book and i seen it was published in 2016 so i was kind of like where did this book suddenly come from yeah because i didn't know it was published in 2016 until you said it to me and i was like wait what that's bad it kind of makes sense though like when you actually read it when you read it yeah there's a certain someone who keeps being mentioned who is now since cancelled yeah and is made out to be like the nicest person and has been cancelled because she's apparently a horrible person yeah that's what got me because I was reading it and I was like why does he keep mentioning we may as well say because like it's in the book DeGeneres and I was like what and then when you said it was 2016 it kind of clicked with me because I was like oh now it makes sense yeah, no, wouldn't it's, you be like up the walls though you've written this book and she's like one of the main characters and oh yeah and for itself need to take off you're just like oh yeah <laughs> um, but yeah let's chat about it because we have thoughts yeah we have a lot of thoughts about so, it so trigger warning we should probably say yeah um domestic abuse is a theme yeah and also spoiler yeah alert because like we are going to be like deep diving into it and like the whole book so like if you haven't read it yet or like you're in the middle of reading it like mm-hmm. stop here because like we are going to like discuss quite a lot of it yeah and I also just want to say like a disclaimer like I have a lot of issues with this book and stuff like that and like I know from the feedback we got when we asked about this yesterday which we were really surprised about I didn't think we were going to get the reaction that we did yeah like a lot of people really love it so like I don't want like my opinion or I don't even know what Jessie's going to say about this like if, if she doesn't like it as much as I don't like to take away from yeah your enjoyment of the book like everyone is entitled to have a different opinion yeah about a book and I don't think you should let it take away from your own enjoyment because there was years of like oh you read Twilight or you read this it's like <laughs> love Twilight yeah like you know some people just like love stuff so like if you love something no shame love yeah. it go for it set it free mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so do you want to start with your thoughts yeah like I don't know like where I like got <laughs> the vibe going into this that like it was going to be like maybe a bit more of a like mystery or something like I think I just like quickly read the back of it when I bought it in the bookshop mm-hmm. and I don't know like I just thought should we read the back of it yeah go on oh I have to read it yeah go ahead (laughs) you you suggested it so okay it says someone or sometimes sorry sometimes the one who loves you most is the one who hurts you the most that's already problematic but okay Mm -hmm. Um, Lily hasn't always had it easy but that's never stopped her from working hard for the life she wants she's come a long way from the small town in Maine where she grew up she graduated from college moved to Boston and started her own business so when she feels a spark with a gorgeous neurosurgeon named Royal Kincaid. Do that pronounce that? I think so. Kincaid. Anyway, everything in Lily's life suddenly seems almost too good to be true. Royal is assertive, stubborn, and maybe even a little arrogant. Mm, a little. He's also sensitive, brilliant, and has a total soft spot for Lily. But Royal's complete aversion to relationships is disturbing. As questions about her new relationship overwhelm her, so do doubts of... So do thoughts, sorry, not doubts, of Atlas Corrigan her first love and a link to the past she left behind he who was her kindred spirit her protector 
When Atlas suddenly reappears, everything Lily has built with Ryle is threatened. With this bold and deeply personal novel, Colleen Hoover delivers a heart-wrenching story that breaks exciting new ground for her as a writer. It ends with us as an unforgettable tale of love that comes at the ultimate price. Mm. Yeah, I don't know like, why I read that in the bookshop and I was like, oh yeah, this sounds like a bit of a like, ooh, like she has a mystery past and this guy is like going to drag it all back up again and it wasn't that sort of book at all. Yeah, no. Um... Yeah, even the back of it now seems highly problematic. Yeah, I think like when you actually like get into the book and then you read the back of it, you're like, oh, right, yeah. yeah. Um, I will say like I really struggled with the first part of the book. I was kind of like, what is this? Yeah, because you read it and kind of gave up on it, didn't you? And then I was like, oh, I'm reading this. And then you were like, oh, yeah, I'll go back and read that. Yeah, I went back and started reading it. I can't remember how much I read. I think I'd read like maybe about 30 or 40 pages and mm-hmm. I started reading a Friday night and I finished it like Saturday so I basically spent all Saturday reading it yeah kind of hate reading it to be honest like I was texting Jesse as I was like <laughs> reading it I was like I just like had to finish it yeah it wasn't even that I was really enjoying it it was just I kind of just had to get through it yeah um yeah look I want to jump straight into I suppose the main topic of it which is like the domestic abuse mm-hmm. or is that kind of jumping ahead of it like should we explain it more like I suppose if you read it like you know yeah it is kind of scattered with domestic abuse though really like when you think about it yeah like it like where does it even open is she it's the dad's funeral isn't it yeah it's the dad's funeral she isn't exactly terribly sad that the father's dead so you kind of start to get a that things aren't good there yeah she meets this guy he's seriously a walking red flag Mm. like the first time she meets him he throws a chair or something doesn't he yeah like a deck chair oh, yeah. that wouldn't entice me towards somebody I'd be going get me off this freaking rooftop yeah like I, I think from the start like there's just like huge huge red flags and I kind of feel like it's romanticised which is actually quite yeah. troubling mm-hmm. and like even though like I do think that like the writer does a really good job of like showing you know the difficulties of domestic violence and getting out of that cycle of violence because that's really what it's about is the cycle of violence mm-hmm. I don't know like still even the way he's written is still very like really like romanticized and like all this kind of stuff and it's like I don't know like I just yeah you see it, it in it's a weird one because the classic kind of thing of like someone who is an abuser will be they kind of would wait until you're in a more secure place to show you that violent side and things like that so it's kind of the fact that she meets him and the first thing he does is kick or throw a deck chair is a bit like would you not be kind of like oh no you're not for me especially coming from her background it's very yeah. like what that's something that I didn't get at all um, but then again I suppose that is the whole thing of the book the whole message of the book is that this is how you can land in a situation yeah like really easily yeah. I think is like um, the message of it and mm-hmm. I did actually like a lot of people will go through like some of the messages we got sent in and like it was really good that people did get the message of the book yeah. and I do think the message of the book is really strong and like really moving and I think that's the only reason why I'd give this book like a higher rating than I probably would have because I do think it's a really important book for people to read mm-hmm. but like from a characterization and plot line point of view oh my god this book was so bad yeah it's a bit of it's a bit messy oh like honestly like it, I'm shocked that like the writer was she was like in her mid-30s when she wrote it because like it honestly is like how I would have viewed life and like relationships and friendships when I was like 13 or 14 like how I thought life would be like it's so it's like a fan fiction like we kept saying that yeah. when we were texting it's like what even is this like people don't carry on yeah like just like outside of like you know the the domestic abuse part but just like the way their lives went in it and like it was just really weird it was just like people don't like carry on like this like people don't talk like this like she's only 24 in it i think it's so normal to be just like hey yeah we're going to vegas and getting married and you're just like yeah what and even like the way she hangs out with the sister Mm, and the way that all went down and they're all calling their babies after each other it's like that like what like that's like what you think like life is going to be like when you're like practically a child yourself yeah it, it was just a bit weird the way like the sister just walks in and is like I need a job you don't have to pay me I'm so rich I'm just bored it's like what 
like I that also, was just so random i also feel like when people are super rich and things like this it's just like a <clears throat> plot device that like the writer doesn't have to really deal with like their life as in like yeah. it's like oh they have money to do everything so like don't question anything it's like it just yeah. reminds me of like 50 shades or something like that you know the way they're all like rich in that mm-hmm. like it just reminded me i haven't read 50 shades now but i'll take your word for it <laughs> Um, yeah again well that actually is based on fan fiction so at least it has some sort of an excuse yeah but yeah no I just found this was really yeah like the characters in it and even like just their motivations for things were Mm -hmm. just so like basic level like yeah I don't even know like how to describe it except for it just felt like I was reading fan fiction yeah I kind of in part one I was kind of like this is giving me like Twilight vibes with the two guys and you know like the girl and the decision and that kind of thing I was like this is like reading Twilight but like you know Twilight's in a different dimension or whatever Um, no sparkly vampires no that we knew of anyway but yeah I don't even know it is like like you said it's a very important book I think but it does a lot of things wrong do you know what I mean yeah like I actually think like it could have been a much better book with just better yeah, and I know it's aimed at teens, so it does have that kind of... Is it? I'm really yeah. shocked the teens are reading this. Like, I was a bit hesitant to cover this on the podcast because I didn't think teens were reading it. No, definitely everywhere for them. But when you think about it, like, it is, like, I mean, it is an important topic. It's not like... Oh, you know, it is an important topic. It's just, like, I am just really surprised that, like, it's taken off the way it has... I suppose, like, it's the power of... TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> um, but, like, I actually have to say, I, I'm on, like, a book-reading like I just reading like that at the moment um so like I read Verity which is another really popular book by the same author on Sunday I spent all Mm -hmm. Sunday reading I did nothing over the weekend (laughs) and it's a completely different book and it's actually really good like it's the writing of it and the characterization and everything like that I I would actually just say that it is really dark Mm -hmm. um so I would be a bit hesitant to recommend it to a younger reader actually I saw that like on TikTok they have like a spicy rating and like loads of like little little um like chilies or whatever on it for like spiciness I would say like Verity is like a solid 10 really yeah oh my god it's like like saucy or spicy is there a difference the love hypothesis is saucy and that was very big with the youths they sound like such a granny yeah I've seen that that's really popular as well but yeah We're this was this, this. This, this was just really like graphic like the whole yeah. time oh god um and yeah as i said then the other half of it was quite disturbing so i would be a bit hesitant hmm. recommending that um but it's really messed up like it's really good but like it's just like a completely different author road it's like i'm surprised like the characterization and the plot of it ends with us isn't better than what it is yeah and also someone brought this up when they sent in a message and i agree i would like to have seen more of like her relationship with atlas mm-hmm. in it seen as that was like a nicer more wholesome supportive yeah i did see that she put up a tiktok being like oh if i was to write like a second book would you want it from i think i think she put two scenarios out i can't remember the other one but one of them was that she was gonna write it from atlas's perspective and is like it gonna take her 10 years to do it like twilight yeah apparently she's releasing two new books but anyway that's off topic um twilight books but oh God, give it up <laughs> you made enough money girl give yeah. it up yeah but um yeah i i don't know i wasn't really it that's kind of the thing like i know there was flashbacks but it did kind of feel like reading two different books and trying to keep up and it was like obviously they're trying to juxtaposition atlas against royal but it's like I did think that the Atlas parts were like better written in the characterization and like getting to know yeah. Lily whereas like I actually just felt like she was a cartoon or something in like <laughs> the modern day like it was just she just wasn't like a real person like it was just like a shell of a person like he was just going through the motions and I don't think that's from a like her situation point of view it was just it was really poorly written. Yeah sometimes I did think when because when you read the back of it it should really be at the front of it I think but like the author explains her situation growing up and how her mother was in like a domestic abuse relationship her dad was an abuser but um like is she writing that kind of does she not put as much effort into the Lily who's with Ryle then because there's some kind of personal thing there you know, like a bias or something I don't know yeah it could be yeah I felt that it was quite interesting to because it is like says like two different people are writing this book 
and I know that that's kind of maybe done on purpose because you're supposed to see Atlas as like the savior which is annoying as well yeah it is but um yeah I just thought it was maybe because she just has no time for abusers I mean who does but you know what I mean I didn't know yeah yeah I don't know I just still come back to like even no they just hadn't had like basic conversations in life about stuff and they were off getting (laughs) married and it was like even just like things about like their lives and their jobs and stuff they just hadn't talked about and you're just like that's just like really really weird and then even like they're the like i don't want to say like the excuse for his behavior ended up being quite weak as well like i know like he spoiler shot like his brother when they were children mm. but like I don't know like I, I know that like obviously you'd be traumatised by that but like I just didn't think it was like a I don't think like a good enough motivator but like it just it felt like it was a different plot line or yeah, something yeah it was then, very glanced over yeah and then it was like introduced like really late in the game like they were already married and it was like how do you marry someone and like even yeah. like your mother or your father not mentioning it and like she's best friends with the sister and it was just like this is just like a really weird thing to suddenly like throw into the mix yeah and she doesn't have any friends of her own that was like she has the guy she worked with yeah who just disappeared yeah like he was at the start of it and then and then the roommate who she doesn't really like so it's kind of like and that's not fleshed out either like she doesn't really like and then suddenly she gives her a job and you're like i thought you didn't like her like what yeah and it's kind of like she has no support system in Boston and I know her mom moves to Boston but it's kind of like what is going on there like why does this woman have no friends she's lived in Boston for X amount of years she had a job in marketing blah 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 it was very odd I thought like yeah. you know like and like just... also like she's only like 24 and so it's like how was she in marketing for so long after college and like suddenly has her own business and in Paris type yeah <laughs> and then also like I find like the sister in it like really bizarre because like it feels like she is like being an enabler for Riles mm, abuse yeah. and all this kind of stuff and then like suddenly like which was the one part of the book I did really like when you know Lily like confided in her everything going on like you kind of expect her to like make excuses and she didn't she was mm-hmm. like you need to leave him yeah but like it was just a really weird like she just made a lot of excuses and facilitated an awful lot of the relationship like and even how weird is it they moved into the same building like mm. come on like it's just yeah. it's just very childish yeah. yeah like the whole thing it's like it's as i said it's like what you think life would, would be, be like, like yeah when you're like you know in your early teens and it's just really strange like reading quite a serious book that does deal very well with yeah really serious topics that i just feel like it falls down with this really juvenile mm-hmm. storytelling yeah. she seems more grown up as a teen than she yeah. does as an adult oh it feels like reading a completely different yeah person like it's just so strange like it just feels like it, like two different books jammed together <laughs> and even like the end of it is just so rushed mm. as well and like I just don't really feel like he like that de- like he had any consequences yeah to his actions either it was like okay like she didn't stay with him but like you know grand and then it's like I don't know I just felt like the whole vibe of it and then like she met up with atlas mm-hmm. and then like they walked away from each other and the next minute she was running after him and that was like the end of the book and you're like oh, it was just really unsatisfying and just really yeah like it because like at the end of the day if you had a child with someone and they're an abuser and you left them co-parenting with an abuser like yeah. is he going to counseling is he sorting his yeah shit? exactly like it's know. it's like it was just so like yeah so like oh well, he doesn't it. hurt me anymore yeah. so and happily it's like, ever after in our own modern way and like even yeah. the whole thing with atlas like i like hate this in books i think we mentioned this a few times when we were talking about like um the kissing booth and to all the boys like i hate this whole thing of like you meet one or two people when like you're a teen and that's it you gotta pick one of them <laughs> and you stay with them for life it's like she's only 25 i think when the book ends it's like here she could like go off and meet someone else like yeah. and she should go out there and yeah her wings a little bit like it's just i don't know just a very sheltered person yeah yeah uh, yeah now that you mentioned the end and i'm getting really annoyed at it because it was like just kind of like okay everything's happy now because atlas Lily has atlas and it's like you have a young child her father is like beat you what, yeah. what's he doing to that child possibly go get counseling you're not seeing this baby until you sort your shit out it's just weird it's very weird yeah like no supervised visits what 
yeah no it's just yeah it just the whole thing just feels like tying it up with the bow mm. sorry if we're ruining this book for you i did like try to put a disclaimer on it so like if you like it i think you can still it. like it yeah. and see the flaws in it because like it is a very it has a very important message it's very good because i think a lot of the times with domestic abuse it's oh well, why didn't you just leave like, yeah i thought it really this? explained yeah. the mindset of that and like how easy yeah you know because like i know like a lot of people would say like oh the first time that happened to me i'd yeah. be gone but like the first time it does happen it is kind of very nuanced like i'm not excusing it at all like it's it's quite disturbing yeah but it's like you're still kind of like how you see she could make the excuses yeah it's nice it, well not nice but it's good to see it from the victim's perspective and see how you make a logical decision or what you think is logical when really it's not and you're kind of screaming at the character but it's then if you were in a situation like that you don't know how you would react so it's quite clever at being like because she watched her mom go through it and it's kind of like oh yeah well I'll know better but then it kind of ends up as well you didn't know better because it's not that easy it's not black and white and I thought that that was a very interesting device that the author used but yeah I don't know it's the fact that Atlas was there to kind of fix everything really annoys me yeah I think I would have preferred and I did actually feel like the way it was going with her whole like self-empowerment that she was Mm -hmm. going to turn around Atlas and be like no this is not maybe a few years down the road or like you know I'm still figuring things out and it was just like it just yeah ended and I was like oh okay like I do get like it was all about the cycle of violence and it's called it ends with us because she wanted it to end with her and her daughter yeah but like yeah I don't know some of it was just really tedious like and as I said I just I just think it's like it's a pity because it actually could have been like an even better book yeah I was kind of delighted though because I text my friend who had read it before me I borrowed her copy and it's like it ends with us and I was like if this says that the violence or whatever ends with her and Atlas I'm going to throw the book out the window and she was like oh you just have to see so it was kind of like it was quite cringy but at the same time I was like thank god it that wasn't where it was going because it would hit the roof yeah but like i think there were so many red flags in the book and then i was kind of like are they actually addressing that these are red flags like he was really quite controlling and everything was on his terms for like a really long time like even like when he went and bought the apartment like and didn't talk to her about it and then like moved in like with the sister like was she like upstairs or like downstairs she was somewhere anyway and it was just like what like that's like such a big decision to make yeah and you went off and did it on your own and like for i think there's like a few lines in it where she's a little bit annoyed and then she sees like the nice white kitchen or whatever and she's suddenly over and it's just like girl yeah if someone buys you a house without contemplating or not contemplating talking to you about it discussing it leave them it's not a good sign i remember one of my teachers was like oh yeah i bought my house and just like showed my wife and was like this is our house now and i was like control freak <laughs> red flag divorce yeah. papers but yeah as long as you get your half of the house yeah well I mean <laughs> but I also why did they need to get married do you think what was oh, yeah, that about it was just like I think it was maybe like a plot device to like make it harder for her to leave or something but it was just like it just came out of nowhere because mm-hmm. it was kind of like they were kind of messing around and they weren't that serious and then suddenly it was like a joke wasn't it the sister started it or something yeah and then suddenly like they were all running off and like they actually even brought their family like you'd think like if I turned around to my mother I was like here <laughs> off to vegas you come and she would have been like mm. locking you in your room you're not going like this yeah. is mental like you've known this person like how long did a she wet know? weekend it definitely wasn't long anyway was it, it wasn't no um well she had met him a year beforehand or whatever but whole. like for so much of like early in the book like she's really unsure of like what the relationship is and it's him who like starts defining it and it's like that's not good either like yeah. it has to be like a mutual yeah. agreement where things are going and like also I just feel like a lot of it's like written off in the book about like oh he's really good looking and like <clears throat> he's a neurosurgeon he's a neurosurgeon who like and they don't even really go into that either like she seems a bit dim about all that as well like you know that like he's rich because he's a neurosurgeon yeah it is yeah and then the, when as soon as I saw that like the hands when he went to pay I was like oh this is gonna be this not gonna go down well but yeah what is that thing there's that seems to be a very thing like Grey's Anatomy is that it's like oh my hands if you're a surgeon you gotta protect your hands well then look after them better <laughs> don't go opening things taking things out of an oven um yeah like that was the stupidest thing ever it was like who does that yeah I don't know um 
I'm trying to think of something else. It also kind of annoyed me how he was written... Like, I know that there are different types of um, abusers or whatnot, but, like, I had kind of hoped that she would position her dad and his abuse of her mother almost the opposite of how she was abused by Ryle. As in, they were both quite sympathetic, so it was like, oh, yeah, I'll do something to you, and the next day I'll apologise and apologise and apologise. And, like, that, yeah, that makes sense, but also there are abusers out there who will not apologise for the life of them or will not leave your life. And it's kind of like, the, you know, he just left. And it was like, yeah, you do you, I'm off. And it's kind of like, is not sure that's so realistic like do you know what I mean it was kind of like you have your happy ending that's fine with me I'm an awful person and I know that and it's like would you have that self-awareness I don't know I feel like she could have done one with one and the other with the other character you know what I mean yeah because she was kind of playing them off the two of them throughout and kind of being like you know Lily thought she was going to be the opposite to her mother who I think is called Jenny but um yeah that kind of I was kind of like you're kind of it's good because I noticed that some of the people wrote in and they were like oh like it's good that it's highlighting like red flags or awareness of abuse or whatever but also like there's more than one yep and it kind of only showcased one which obviously isn't Colleen Hoover's responsibility but I was gonna call her Colleen Rooney there (laughs) but you know what I mean like I just good you know the signs of this kind of abuser but also there's this this and this and it wasn't really there was an opportunity there that wasn't seized I feel but yeah it is good that it's raising awareness yeah no I do think that like that is the saving grace of the book for me anyway (laughs) in that like I actually do think it is quite profound about that and like I think it's quite an important read and like I would encourage people to read it because like you know like maybe if you like don't look as deeply as I was looking in it and maybe just like read the characterization and the plot line for just like what it is I do think it's a really important book to read Mm mm-hmm probably be on the curriculum really yeah instead of like Macbeth for the millionth year <laughs> you can tell we I'm so traumatised by Macbeth we love a bit of Macbeth um, yeah so should we read off some of the responses we got yeah I'm just getting some of them up there now um, yeah so one of them said I really love this book I had an amazing <clears> plot and addressed serious issues someone else said everyone should read this book the plot and final message are so important for everyone to understand mm-hmm um, I mean, I don't think... Yeah, that's pretty much what we were saying. Yeah, someone else said, wish the relationship between Atlas and her had been a bit deeper, loved it at the end. Yeah, I just feel like there could have been more to it. And, like, you know, he just kind of, like, swooped in. Mm-hmm. And then she was kind of like, okay, well, like, I'm done with you now. And went off and didn't talk to him for a few years. Yeah, it was a bit... Um, It was also annoying as well how, like she was all like oh like why didn't you come find me but like she admitted that she kind of cyber like stalked him as well so like she could have yeah like, they could have it is kind of that thing of like oh the the boy has to put the work in you know yeah. that trope but it's like oh god um this person wrote in quite a long one will i read it out yep be interesting okay so i love this book so much it felt so real and just like it was written purely from colleen's heart like she really put a lot of her personal experiences into it which makes it a better read i loved ryle and fell for him right at the start but once i was 12 or 13 chapters in i didn't like him anymore i love atlas for lily but the age gap when they met was kind of weird oh yeah i forgot about that actually i love the ending of this so much where lily has emerson and she's doing everything so she can grow up different than than lily did and i like the way we see lily and ryle co-parent even if they're not together also the last line of the epilogue really pulled at my heartstrings that's all thank you i forgot about the age gap yeah so she was 15 15 we kept like, asking her when he she was turning 16, her when she was going to turn 16 and then he showed up on the 16th birthday mm, with um, a bag of condoms <laughs> yeah ready to go so like yeah the age of consent over in the uk it over in the uk in the us is 16 so like the fact he showed up on her 16th birthday after not talking to her for a few weeks i was like mm. yeah because he was 19 was he i think he was 18 turning 19 though yeah turning 19 obviously says you (laughs) he's not gonna gonna stay 18 like Edward Cullen while he's 17 forever but Mm. (laughs) um 
Someone else said, very empowering, opens up a conversation on the cycle of domestic abuse for teens. Yes, yeah, someone else said, so crazy how it put you in the mindset of Lily and had me making excuses for abuse. There you yeah, go. it did like put you in her mindset and like you could see how easily you could. Because like, it was terrible like what happened to her, but like they were like you know is there any like flare-ups that like you could kind of if it was you you'd be like oh well like he was stressed or his hands or like you know his whole yeah career and like he was just upset and I just happened to be in the way Mm -hmm. and like all this kind of stuff I also found it a bit convenient how she just kept blacking out though as well (laughs) it was like I don't know could be a coping mechanism of your brain yeah but Um, it was very like the book just didn't want to get into the nitty-gritty of like yeah like the aftermath of yeah. it like and his reaction because everything is from her point of view so it's like if she blacks out what you're do? missing like his kind of come to jesus moment of like <laughs> what am i doing like because then she just wakes up and he's like you know i'm so sorry and he's like freaking out and stuff like yeah. there's kind of a jump from mm. what he's doing to like getting to that and you're kind of missing out yeah what happens on the coming down yeah. or whatever um and like you know he doesn't make any effort to like change like I think it's like three times it happens in the book isn't there's kind of like three incidents I think so and like you know even after the first or second one like he's not like I'll go to like loads of counselling and like yeah. let's talk about this I'm gonna make an effort not to do this again I'm horrified by what I did yeah like if you shot your brother you should probably go into counselling anyway yeah and like you should be talking about like I don't think that like that's something that you should be keeping from someone who you've married yeah it is a bit weird um someone else said I thought that the author's note at the end really explained a lot of the events throughout the book really highlighted the problems that domestic abusers face and as we get an insight as to why some feel they can't leave their situation it raised much needed awareness yeah I think that's important too because a lot of the time it is the well why didn't you do something about it? why didn't you leave why didn't you do this why didn't you and it's like maybe ask them why they yeah. do that not yeah I thought that was really really a good point like I nearly felt like underlining it in the book yeah like I just thought it was a really really strong point to make about how it's always on women it's like yeah. why didn't you yeah leave why didn't you do this like how did you get yourself into this situation mm-hmm. and yeah I, I just think like I suppose like the character of Ryle it's kind of like he doesn't mean to be doing what he's doing like does he know yeah I suppose like it does like come down to but like I think it's kind of presented in that he can't control his ah uh, yeah but I mean grow up and go get oh yeah oh exactly like but I feel like that should be kind of explored in it yeah. like it's kind of like he takes zero responsibility mm-hmm. for yeah what he's doing because she laughs at him when he takes out the thing and it's like oh well you laughed and yeah it's like oh yeah yeah I did laugh I probably shouldn't have laughed I should have been concerned where it's like no you took out a thing that was stupid. Go put your hand under it. You're a doctor. You know how to deal with a burn. Get over it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make... It's just... Even, like, the author, like, as well as she did put it all together, that is also... A, but that's probably just the society that we live in coming through into how she writes it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, Someone else said, I loved how we discovered the true meaning of the title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of very well done yeah um and uh, yeah a lot of people saying one of the best books i've ever read one person said that they didn't like it did they yeah that wasn't me i <laughs> said that in. and another person said that it was taken away from other books that deserve to be talked about more or something what books let us know yeah we'll read those books or skim them anyway <laughs> i've read a few books now that i've seen on tiktok yeah me too the lo-fi is one mainly keep talking about that <laughs> i read these violent delights oh, which is yeah, really is good? good yeah i really enjoyed it. there's a second one that i haven't gotten around to reading yet is it v shakespearean considering that the right prompt it's title no it's like really like it's quite confusing because i think it's like set in the 1920s but i have to keep reminding me it's set in the 1920s because <laughs> it just feels very modern oh okay and uh, yeah no it's it's really really good and at the moment i'm also reading or is it next? I keep getting the title mixed up. A Good Girl's Guide, Guide to, to murder. murder. Yeah, I want to read those. Are they good? Someone said it's I the best murder it. series they've read, like teen murder. Yeah, it's. I'm really, really enjoying it. Like, it doesn't really feel like a teen mm. murder series because, like, it's quite serious and it's quite dark. And, like, I'm only, I'm 35% according <laughs> to my phone. 
and for reading it so I'm um, like no it's really good I'm quite enjoying it and I think there's two more books in the series yeah there's three so um, yeah I would highly recommend that so far mm. um, especially if you liked One of Us is Lying yeah it's a good book it seems quite like that but um, yeah no enjoying that at the moment um, but yeah if there's any other books on TikTok that you want us to talk about let us know we are also still kind of thinking about doing a book club we tried to do it a few times and it just got really messy and we just weren't really sure about the interest but this book got such a response and it kind of felt like a lot of people wanted to talk about it themselves so Mm -hmm. we're kind of like is there a way we can do that like I don't know like if we can do like a zoom or like a discord yeah a few of them do like chats like on yeah well, not facebook but i mean what you is using facebook nowadays on instagram <laughs> there's like a group chat on instagram yeah that you could be added to um but yeah let us know like yeah. just pop us a message or like pop us an email because um i'd be really interested in like facilitating yeah some sort of a discussion beyond just me and jesse um if you are interested in doing like a book club or like we can pick another book and we can kind of all read it at a similar time and then mm-hmm. send in um opinions or whatever so like if there's even a book you think we should cover just pop us a dm yeah and um, because like i went on to book talk last night and like it's kind of overwhelming like yeah. there's a lot and like there's a lot of repetitiveness in the books as well like every thing i turned on it was like events with us i'm like okay i've read that now like what do i read next mm yeah like sometimes there are ones that's like if you liked this you'll love this but sometimes like i don't want to read the same story over and over again it's kind of like yeah mix it up um do we have any closing thoughts on it ends with us because we're coming up to 45 minutes we're on 45 minutes actually jesse's so strict now with her I have to be a time and because totally. Jesse is the <laughs> who has to um, edit. I have to go downtown and get my prescription for the pill because I need it. <laughs> Where are you going back on it? Did you not change your go on? No, it? no, I'm I'm back on. We'll do an update on on. I'm like an old engine. I have to kickstart my period. Again. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll do like a like bonus episode to like fill you in on our woes, <laughs> our woes, our womb woes. <laughs> I think I'm just going to say womb woes. Oh my god. That needs to be a podcast in itself. Doesn't it matter how you're like born with a womb and all your eggs? I know. Blows my mind. Weird. It's like an egg within an egg. It's like inception. Oh my god, yes. Sorry, anyway. Final thoughts on It Ends With Us by Miss Colleen Hoover. What would you give it out of five? Well, I or was, ten. I think ten is easier to do. Is it? Well, I was brutal on my life. You only gave it two stars. Yeah, I, I got an email about it. <laughs> It's like updates from Daniela. I was like, what's she up to? Two stars. I was like, all right. Harsh. I give it three. That's like not too much better. It, it's a whole star better. It annoys me you can't give half stars. I've seen someone giving a half <gasps> star. And I'm like, how did they do that? Oh my God. I'll have to Google that. Okay, anyway, sorry for interrupting. Um, Out of ten. Oh, like a five and a half. That's better than I thought you were going to give it. Um, I think I would give it six and a half again just like one, <laughs> one more. step above me no like look really like good book like sometimes I think you have to look beyond like the characterization and like the plot and stuff and think about mm-hmm. like what you got out of the book because mm-hmm. um, I, I think I mentioned that a few months ago when I read oh it was like Beautiful World Where Are You the new Sally Rooney book Oh, yeah. it kind of annoyed me but I actually found it quite profound at the end so like if you get something good out of a book like a good message or a good lesson or something that stays with you an existential crisis I'm always getting them I've having one now <laughs> okay <laughs> okay there Jesse. Mm. Uh, like if something stays with you then I think it's a worthwhile book yeah because like I remember I read Me Before You a few years ago and it really stayed with me I don't know that book do I they made the movie of it with what's her name Amelia from Game of Thrones Amelia Clark. yeah oh that was the one with your man in the wheelchair yeah yes I watched the movie yeah I read the book like a good few years before it came out and it was just one of those books that I still think about and like there's a few other books that I wouldn't put them as my favourite book ever but I'd still think I learned something from it or like the message of it stayed with me so I think It Ends With Us is one of those books like yeah. it was a really good message it'll stay with me it's something I'll think about for a while after mm-hmm. but I still had issues with it from a plot point yeah. of view fair enough what about you what are your final thoughts um 
Yeah. But the, the the fun fickiness of it, is that a word? Um, did irritate me, but um, I, I did feel like I didn't like rush through it either. It took me a while to come out of it and go back into it and come out of it and go back into it because I was just like, oh gosh, where is this going? Like, but yeah, I really like the message. I really like the insights. I do think I would change a few things about it, but obviously, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, as they say. Um, but yeah, I did like it. I liked the message. What's the message? Did you ever see that? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think everyone should read it. I think it would be a good book to have on the syllabus or if someone could write it a bit better, pop that on the syllabus. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be like, oh, don't read that book sort of a thing. But like, no. I'd never see that about a book anyway. Like, books are so subjective. The same with like yeah, movies true. and music. Like, everyone has a different... And sometimes I think it's like a book can land differently depending where you are in your life and stuff like that yeah. like I think like it's the type of book like you could go back and read in a few years and maybe I might enjoy it more in a few years or like maybe someone who enjoys it now might go back and read it in a few years and mm-hmm. think oh like I see that point now that like it doesn't really work or whatever so like I just think sometimes it depends where you are yeah I think the way that's maybe why on TikTok like a lot of teens are kind of seeing the romancy side to it and much more and like highlighting that more than what is actually kind of important in the book but as people who are mid-twenties. Well, I thought it was really good that, like, the Missy readers on um, Instagram seem to really, yeah. like, get the message. Yeah. The message, I think, was understood by the people who wrote into us, which was quite comforting yeah. to see. Um, but, yeah. We should probably, like, put, like, information in the... What's it Is it a description box? Yeah. About, like, if you or anyone you know is, like going through a domestic violence thing there is things like women's aid and things that can help you so we should probably put those down below yeah I I also think that um it was kind of a missed opportunity in the book as well to look at the aspect of like so many women try to leave and they end up back Mm -hmm. whereas like I mean like great for her that like once she did kind of hit her final straw and it like she walked away but like I found that really it was really well done in the tv show made I didn't watch that um, it was quite like I don't want to be like harrowing because like it was kind of uplifting in some ways but like it was a hard watch but like I yeah. thought that they really got into that like it takes you know so many times for women to actually leave yeah and um, but like they go back and like I think maybe, maybe they could have explored like that aspect maybe with her mother even in because like as you said it was very like one-dimensional yeah aspect of it but like that is a huge thing with um domestic um abuse is that like you know it's it's really hard to leave on the first time and like you know the kind of factors that end up bringing women back like vary a lot and like a lot of it's like it's so hard to disentangle your life yeah from someone like it it's it's much harder than you'd actually really anticipate so like i think that like they kind of kind of looked at that aspect in it as well it was it was the ending was a bit simplistic like the way she just kind of yeah moved on for it and like he just had to kind of yeah like he just like was okay well right you're going then it wasn't like well i'm gonna work like to be the best person i can be for this child or anything it was like yeah or even like you know like he could have been like maybe like stalking her or you know that kind of thing like that stuff happens he still seemed a bit obsessive at the end you know he was like obsessive about like the baby being there like on time or like about the pen and all this kind of stuff it was like okay calm it down yeah there yeah there is a lot of things but then again i mean maybe this will open the pathway for like more books from um people who have experienced similar that's what i liked as well as i get the fact well i didn't like it obviously because no one should have to go through that but like the author did have a past with domestic abuse because if it was coming from someone who hadn't really experienced it it would have been like "Mm, not sure about that but yeah like there is like there's a lot of things of like leaving and coming back or leaving and ending up dead you know there's a lot of things like that's all people because I did sociology in college and we did sociology of the family and it was like we had to read a lot of reports and one of the ones I did was domestic violence and it was like why didn't you leave and it's like because I would have been killed you know like it's, yep. it's easy it's easy as that sometimes it's like what's the last step of a domestic abuser who beats you just to kill you because you yep. say you're going to leave it's like do you know what I mean it's it's there is many layers but I do hope that this like opens up a conversation and I think it yeah it needs to also like open up and I think like getting seeing the responses we got like an understanding as well Mm -hmm. because like I just do think that like that was one of the points that was really driven home and this was like 
like people and I think especially women as well who haven't been in that situation are always the first to be like why didn't you leave yeah like and you know like as we were just kind of talking like it's a very nuanced a very difficult situation like and you know sometimes people just don't have the support or like the the financial yeah the financial Mm -hmm. means to like disentangle your life from someone and like they make it very hard like Mm -hmm. for you to disentangle and make you feel like you've no other options and that you're worthless and all this kind of stuff and like it's quite a difficult children yeah especially like when it comes to children like um so yeah i i do think it opens up really really good topics and you know it kind of opens your own mind and your own perspective to yeah you know someone else's experience if like you haven't gone through it and maybe you should be like more supportive yeah. of people around you as well and even just like the world we live in yeah and i think it's like things like flippant comments that mm-hmm. some people might just say oh why didn't you just leave and without actually thinking or why didn't you report why? him yeah. why didn't you call the guards like yeah. why 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 yeah instead of like why is he doing that it's as simple as that i think it's but i think people are starting to kind of shift the narrative now yeah like and it's also important to say that like a lot of this like starts really early in relationships and like you know even in this like it was kind of later on in the relationship but like some of these red flags can be like really evident like even in like teen relationships like I think Mm -hmm. people sometimes are very dismissive of teen relationships but I remember looking back on like some of the relationships my friends were in and like some of the guys like it like wears you down and like I just don't think people like look to teen relationships as much as they look to like older relationships and like people can miss you know like red flags and like intimate partner violence is a huge issue with young women like it's Mm -hmm. they're actually more likely to experience it than older women like that's an actual statistic so like i think it's good to like realize some of these issues early on yeah um yeah yeah. i feel like we were were about to wrap it up and then we suddenly went down a really yeah and i feel like i'm on the phone to my mom where i'm like okay i gotta go and she's like did i tell you and then you're going off on another tangent for 15 and and it wasn't even like a light tangent like we actually did like go yeah quite deep but yeah and we leave any resources there Mm -hmm. and if anyone has any like recommendations of books maybe of a similar if someone's wanting to read something similar or if you're wanting to go completely different like let us know what you're reading like i'd love to know i always love getting book recommendations and all that kind of stuff so like we can kind of do a mixture of both yeah and if you like colleen hoover she has so many other books yeah like she seems to i'm starting to think she owns tiktok (laughs) there's my conspiracy (laughs) could you imagine um yeah so sorry is that everything then do we have i'll probably think of like 10 other things to say as soon as we turn off the microphone but sure luck we rambled for a while so 56 minutes to be <laughs> see we like, tried to wrap this up like 11 minutes ago and then we went on for another one so I'll chop it down no one's gonna want to listen to us rambling on for an hour although you never know people <laughs> listen to it like every yeah. time I see the stats I'm like oh someone's listening <laughs> but god what did I say um, but yeah I've been Jessie I've been Danielle bye bye